Hello and welcome back to the Bi-Week Podcast. This is now episode nine. This episode will be a little bit different just because we are missing one of our key members, Cole Roberts. So today it's just going to be Blake Shield and Quinn Kyle. Today we're going to be talking some college football. We're going to talk about what four teams think we're going to make the playoffs at the end of the year. We're, we're almost at that point and uh, we're going to talk about it. And then we've seen week, we've seen eight weeks of NFL football. We're going to talk about what we think to be our top 10 NFL QBs, not fantasy, just actual NFL QBs right now in the league. And then we're going to look at our week eight reflection, like we always do every week. We, we looked at every game from week eight, and we're going to see how did, how good we each one of us did. And then we're going to look at week nine, go over every game, see who's going to win. And then just a little fun thing to end it off this short episode, we're going to talk about our top five NFL uniforms. <laughs> and we'll bring on some ones that we don't like to, kind of like the bottom five or the bottom few. All right, Quinn, you know more than college football than me. Let's talk about college football, our top four teams. What do you got as your number four seed? My number four seed, I have Clemson. I don't think Clemson is a top four team, but based off of how I think the rest of the college football season is going to play out, I think Clemson is going to win out. I just don't see a team that is better than Clemson right now. They just, I mean, they're barely walking out with wins, but I just don't see a team that can really overpower Clemson, maybe Notre Dame, but that's kind of the last hope. Uh, so I have them at my number four slot. Uh, the SEC could get very, very interesting. Um, and I could see three SEC teams if the college football committee does decide that, like, one last Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama uh, is more valuable or is going to put up a better fight in the college football playoffs. But I do think the committee is going to go with an undefeated Clemson over a one-loss SEC team. I couldn't agree more. I also have Clemson as my four seed, and for similar reasons, I think it's just going to be hard to argue with an undefeated Clemson over, I mean, under someone like a Tennessee, or Tennessee's going to make it, but someone who has a one-loss team in the SEC, because three teams from the SEC going to the college football playoffs, which I think should happen, I just don't think it's going to realistically, which would put Clemson, because they're going to win out. Their schedule is so beyond easy. They're going to win out. They're going to be the four seed. Also, who do you have as your three seed? Uh, I have Georgia. So what I think is going to happen is this week, I think Tennessee is going to lose to Georgia, which puts Georgia into the SEC championship against Alabama. But then I think Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship. So we have three one-loss SEC teams. And so I have Georgia at my three slot. I actually have Alabama at my three slot. I think that game between Tennessee and Georgia is going to be massive just for the whole college football playoffs and especially for the SEC but I actually think that Tennessee will come away with the win. We saw how good they looked against Alabama, and Alabama's always a good team. Of course, Georgia's a really, really good team, but this Tennessee team's got some serious momentum, and they look really hot. And I think that could happen. Realistically, I think it really could happen. Yeah, so, I do I, I do too. I mean, that's going to be uh, possibly the game of the year. Um, it, I mean, it's just whether or not I think— ten, if Tennessee plays offense how they have been, I think they for sure can beat Georgia— but, I mean, Georgia's got a fairly stout defense. And if they can, I mean, really, if they can just run Georgia out of the park with points, I think they'll be fine. As long as their def like, Georgia's offense isn't great, and Tennessee's defense has been trending up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, really, I think this game could be about 50-50. Yeah, I think especially if Hennon Hooker plays well. He has to play a near perfect game for oh, this yeah. to work out and I think he can actually I think he's he's experienced and he's really good he's playing really good this year so I have Alabama as my three seed just because 
after Tennessee hypothetically beats Georgia, they'll all have one loss, like you're saying. And then Alabama will play Tennessee in the SEC championship, which then I think Alabama is going to win. So then I have Alabama creeping in that top four. What about for your number two slot? Who do you have? Uh, Then I have Alabama um, because, yeah, I mean, I think they're going to win the SEC championship. um, But if it's, yeah, so one loss Georgia uh, losing to Bama in the SEC championship, but they'll probably go into that game ranked number one. And I just, I can't see them, the committee dropping them out of the, out of the top four. So, I mean, Georgia will probably four or three slot. And then with a win in the SEC championship, Bama uh, is definitely a top two team. Yeah. My two seed actually have Ohio State. I think they're also going to win out. They're going to be undefeated. And the committee is going to see that this undefeated team has played some pretty stellar competition, more so than people like Clemson, you know, like Penn State they played, which have, which is a, always a solid team, and especially this year, really good team. Mm-hmm. They played Notre Dame at the beginning of the year, which looked good on paper just because Notre Dame was ranked high. They're really not that special of a team. But we've seen Ohio State play some serious contenders over people like Clemson. So Ohio State being undefeated, even though I maybe will think that Alabama's a better team, I think Ohio State can clear that second seed just because they're undefeated. Yeah. So does that mean you have Tennessee at the one? Yeah, I do. Okay. Even losing the SEC championship. Does that make s- I think that makes sense still, but Yeah. I think it's tough if you have an undefeated team in comparison to a like if you have an undefeated Big Ten championship, Ohio State, and then three one loss SEC teams, it's hard to put a one loss SEC team above an undefeated team, which is kind of why I have Clemson at the four. Uh but I mean I do see a world where, I mean, Tennessee could very well beat Ohio State this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then my Tennessee is in my one slot just because I think Tennessee is going to upset Georgia, which will be huge for their stock. And then I do think they're going to lose to Alabama in the SEC championship, but they're still going to have that one seed just because they're going to look better on paper than Alabama. Yeah. Awesome. So let's move on to a controversial topic that, you know, there's never really one right or wrong answer, but it's fun to talk about. It's fun to argue about our top 10 NFL quarterbacks. <clears throat> let's start with number 10. Who do you got, Quinn? Uh, I have Kyler Murray. He's still very talented. Hasn't been having the best uh, couple of years, but quarterbacks are starting. I mean, there's the groups are starting to narrow down a little bit, I feel like of who are the really top guys. And I think Kyler Murray is still a top 10 quarterback. I can't see a guy like Derek Carr over him or Matthew Stafford over him right now, just based off of their seasons currently. Um, But I think the talent is there for Kyler Murray, and he's still very mobile and really a gunslinger. And you can see the top five quarterback potential in him. Yeah, I actually also have Kyler Murray, so we do agree on this one. I think Kyler Murray has kind of been around that 10 slot for – Pretty much since he's entered the league, he's been fairly good. Nothing. He's never been like creeping up against that MVP, but he's super solid. He's a great quarterback, and I think he's right around ten or nine, no matter who you are ranking. Yeah. At number ten, I have Dak Prescott. What about you, Quinn? Who do you have? At nine, I have um, Jalen Hurts. Actually, uh, I think Jalen Hurts has been great. He's been very safe with the ball. Uh, he's throwing for a decent amount of yardage. I think he's averaging closer to three hundred yards per game. And is still very, very active with his feet. He's a very versatile quarterback. But I think the most important thing now is that he's being safe with the ball. Uh, and that is why the Eagles have been so successful this year. And that's why I have him at the nine. Yeah, uh, I actually like that take. I have Dak Prescott really close to nine. 
Sorry, I have Jalen Hurts way close to nine. I have Dak Prescott at nine, just because Dak Prescott he's always been a solid quarterback. He's a great pocket passer. He's got really high IQ. You know, he's kind of his draft stocks dropped a little bit just because he's kind of been named a choker. He's he's choked a lot, especially in the playoffs. Right. He's missed some time, which is also a factor. And his team has always been really really solid, and they haven't been able to get it done. And a lot of times, the people just blame it on the quarterback. So mm-hmm. it is a factor. I still think Dak Prescott's a super super good QB, but I have him in the nine slot. Yeah, I actually have Dak at the eight. I think you said it perfect. I mean, this past game, he looked really, really good. That offense looked incredible. They scored 49 points. Dak, Dak looked like he was back, and um, that passing game was going. And now the Cowboys have a really good running game um, to rely on. I know Zeke was out, but Tony Pollard and Zeke have been a great committee this year, kind of like that Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, one-two punch, uh, which I think is helping Dak out quite a bit. Um, I do see the Cowboys as a playoff team under the leadership of Dak. Um, but like Blake said, they have been known to choke, which is, I mean, I think why he's not a top five quarterback right now. Yeah. And we just pretty much flip flopped. I actually have a Hertz at eight mm. and I think I can see the argument for Hertz being higher just because he's played spectacular this year. Yeah. But I also see the argument that just his team is amazing. And of course you got to look at how amazing his defense is playing, how amazing his O-line is, how many weapons he has around him. I mean, it would be alarming if he wasn't looking good. So right. I think it's solid to have him kind of in that bottom 10, 8, 9, 10 spot. Yep. All right, cool. Who do you have at number seven? Uh, I have Tom Brady. Obviously, he's the GOAT. Uh, I, I just don't think he's a top five quarterback right now. They, I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been struggling on offense, but obviously Tom's IQ and his accuracy aren't going anywhere. Uh, I think it might just be a coaching issue, a scheme issue. Something isn't going right. They just haven't quite found their found their uh, groove yet but I mean there's no denying Tom Brady is still a top 10 quarterback maybe even top five on some people's list you can argue for that um but yeah I mean you got to keep him in your top 10 even based off of how their season's going yeah I actually do have Tom Brady higher but you know I think it's kind of a hot take by me I think where you have Tom Brady is a more neutral spot I have Joe Burrow is my number seven and he has been balling out recently, and we saw him ball out last year in the playoffs. But there's also been some downside. I mean, he started the year really weak, and mm-hmm. you know he started the beginning of his rookie year not that great. So obviously, you see the potential, and he's a superstar. I mean, he's like he's you know, very he's good. damn near the best QB in the league when he's on. Yeah, but when he's not on, it's 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 rough sometimes. So yeah. I think putting him kind of near seven ish is is good for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, at the six, I have Justin Herbert. Obviously, very talented quarterback, just like Joe Burrow. Um, I mean, quite the arm, extremely accurate. I just don't think the Chargers' offense has had a great year. Obviously, they've had some injuries with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, um, some uncontrollable things. But, I mean, Justin Herbert is still uh, top 10, maybe top 5 uh, quarterback. If he was having a better year this year, he would be in my top 5. But just because... The Chargers haven't been as successful as expected. I have him at the six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually have Justin Herbert all the way at the three spot. I think he's really a superstar. It's, it's been a little bit of a weird year for him. But I, I do see how uh, this year could bias you into thinking that he's lower, and I have no problem with that. I actually have Aaron Rodgers at six. Uh, you know, it's been a rough year for both Rodgers and Brady. People, Some people saying, oh, they're showing their age. It's but also, both their teams have just not looked good. Their coaching has not looked good. Everything about their teams just hasn't looked the same. And you know these guys are really good. But they're not these people that are like 
running out of the pocket and carrying their team with their rushing abilities and stuff like that. They need a solid offensive line. They need some some weapons around to make some plays. Mm-hmm. And I think that's making Rodgers and Brady, but especially Rodgers in this scenario, look worse. He's still Rodgers, and I, I it's hard for me to rank him any lower than six. Yeah, I actually have him in my top three. Um, but who do you have at the five? I have Brady. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that some people could be frustrated with that, and it's a lot of the similar points with Rodgers. You can't doubt Brady. I mean, I'm never going to bring the age argument into this. Every year besides this year, he's pretty much looked spectacular. And you, we've seen this Bucks team, and it's not just Brady. We've seen Mike Evans have a weird year. Leonard Fournette starting to play odd. The offensive line doesn't look good. The coaching staff without Bruce Arians. It's just everything just seems a little off, and I can't blame that all on Brady. And obviously, Brady hasn't looked great himself. But I just see this team hopefully getting it back together, and I still think Brady is a very, very, very solid starter. Oh, absolutely. At the five, I have Omar, a very versatile quarterback. Obviously, he was the MVP a couple years ago. Um, he, the, they have been struggling to close out some games, but I think, I mean, the Ravens have been trying for years now to get this wide receiver room um, better and better, and it just hasn't quite worked out for them. They're not drafting great rookie wide receivers, but there's no denying Lamar's athleticism and his his throwing ability, I mean, is good enough, right? I mean, he's fairly accurate, and based off of the offense, John Harbaugh has him running. He's been very successful, so I think he's a top-five QB all day. Oh, yeah, I actually agree with that. I have Lamar at my four, so a little bit higher than you, actually. Mm-hmm. So I have Lamar at four pretty much for the similar reasons. Just Lamar... He, he's a superstar, I, I really think. And he is someone yeah. who is the most valuable player to his team. We've seen players like Mahomes, like Allen, with these super teams. I've never really seen Lamar with a super team. Yeah. Yet he makes his Ravens look so good. I, I, I just can't say much more praise about Lamar. I mean, obviously his arm strength and his passing ability isn't as high as some guys like Mahomes and Allen and I think maybe Herbert. So it's hard for me to put him in that top three superstar, but he's damn near close. Right. At the four, I actually have uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, leading a team while being the most sacked quarterback in the league to the Super Bowl is beyond impressive. I mean, that just shows his accuracy, his IQ, and his ability to um, understand defenses. Very, very impressive from a young quarterback. I would take Joe Burrow over, I mean, just about almost anyone right now. Um, I mean, other than... My top three guys, I I mean, I have Aaron Rodgers at my three, I'll say it now, but I might rather have Joe Burrow right now. Um, I just have Aaron Rodgers at three just because of the arm talent. It's unreal. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow's a top five QB for me all day. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think that's an interesting point. I just have a question that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. So if you were starting a franchise right now, hypothetically, you'd rather have Burrow than Herbert, you think? I think so. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a way to argue both sides. I, just think, I think I'd I think, maybe rather Herbert, but I'm I not think sure. Burrow just has Herbert might have a bigger arm, but Joe is like he's I think he's very accurate. Maybe I think Herbert and Joe are equally as accurate. Maybe Joe has a slight edge. Neither of them are particularly like superstars in accuracy. Right. But <laughs> but I mean Joe Burrow when he's on, like you said, he is on like yeah. when he's on he's the best he looks like the best QB in the league and I think his IQ is just a little higher than Justin Herbert so I would take Joe Burrow over Justin yeah they're the similar age both you know really dr- like blossoming in a superstar so either one 
is reasonable. I think Herbert just a little bit more. He's uh he's bigger, he's more powerful, got that arm strength. We've seen him you know, besides this year with a team that's not that good and he's played him amazing passing yards. So and he might be a little more consistent in my opinion, but when Herb but when Burrow's on, he looks better than Herbert yeah. any day of the week. So yeah. I'm cool with either of those. All right, how about your number two spot? Who do you have? Um Josh Allen. I think I mean, Josh and Patrick are really interchangeable. It kind of depends on the week. But this game against the Packers, we saw a little inconsistencies from Josh Allen mm-hmm. in the second half. A couple picks, a couple bad decisions, some inaccurate throws. Um, so I think coming off the bye week, I mean, he got a little bit. I mean, I don't know. You'd think he'd come out swinging. But it looks like his confidence got a little too high, and he tried to make – he tried to force some throws um, that he's still trying to work through. Um, and that's why I have him at two. I have Patrick Mahomes at the one. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, his arm talent is just unreal. I mean, it's at par with Aaron Rodgers' arm talent. And he's definitely more accurate than Josh Allen. And he's making a pretty good situation out of a kind of an average wide receiver room. So... I think Patrick Mahomes is still the best QB in the league, and, I mean, there's a reason why he's getting 500 mil. Yeah, I have the same list as you, Josh Allen, too. Mahomes, one. As much as Josh Allen is so, so fun to watch and he's so talented, he's still, he's still got things he needs to get better at. Mm-hmm. While Mahomes, he, he's almost perfect in every category, and I feel like I can say that confidently. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. He is unbelievable. He's so creative. Like, it's stupid. When I see Mahomes make a mistake, like, I'm I'm it's out, shocking. I'm it's shocking. I, it never happens. He is almost near perfect and I I just he I think he's solidly my number 1 with Allen close behind in the second. Yeah. Honor, honorable mention to Deshaun Watson though. Yeah, yeah. When when Deshaun Watson plays, but you know, it doesn't really happen that often. <laughs> he 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 is a superstar. I will I will agree with that. Yeah. And I think Matthew Stafford could have been on this list until this year and he's just been playing horrible ball. Yeah, last year he was a top Top 10 quarterback, but this year, I mean, they look atrocious. Looks like the Lions version of Matt Stafford. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So let's go over Week 8 Reflection. What did you What did you get on your record? I went 8-5. and five. I think this was my best week yet. Um, I took a couple L's, a couple close games. Uh, got lucky with a couple. I got lucky with the Falcons game. Uh, I mean, Eddie Pinheiro has zero <laughs> ice in his veins. Yeah, that's I mean, true. the double doinker and then a missed... Field goal and the extra point is pretty tough pill to swallow for um, for PJ Walker because I mean that guy balled. I think he's he should get the starting job all day over Sam and Baker. I agree. Um, and then I took an L in the Colts game. Colts defense let him down. Thought Sam Sam Ellinger. I wouldn't say he was impressive, but I think he did better than people thought he would do. Um, he seemed very safe with the ball, which is very, very important for a rookie. Uh, he didn't, I mean, he didn't show anything crazy or anything, but I mean, he looked very solid, um, smart with the ball, accurate, decisive, everything you'd want out of a rookie quarterback. The offense didn't seem to improve or get worse with him. Kind of seemed like the same thing they had with Matt Ryan. I mean, obviously this Colts offense struggled, and I still saw it struggling. It just seems slow, and uh, like they're just not playing together. It, it seems weird. I just don't even like to watch the games. It's I know. Fun. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is nowhere to be found. They ha- they have no running game to rely and on. And he had it's a big wild. fumble too. I mean, 
Obviously, the offensive line hasn't looked that great. Everything else looked that great. But even Jonathan Taylor alone, I don't think has looked that great. Seriously. I know. he. I mean, him and Najee have been very, very, very underwhelming. This oh, year. Najee even more so. Let me quickly just add on Najee. You've probably <laughs> seen clips everywhere on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know what... I'm really disappointed in Najee. I think he might have got a little overrated last year just because of how good he did in fantasy. He just had so many touches. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see... He's like built. He's a big built dude. I saw him in real life. He's massive. But he tries to do all these weird agile moves. He, he needs to start running north and south. Like, I don't yeah. understand. He, he's just trying to do too much right now. Yeah. The, I, you must have saw that same clip where he got yeah. the reception. It's just, run forward. What are you doing? It, it, I mean, it just does not make sense. And I blame the offensive line for, for weeks and weeks. And he's on my fantasy team. So there's not how much bad things I can say. But I'm starting to see Jalen Warren get more carries. And I'm starting to see this, this coaching staff realize that Najee is the culprit he's not playing good like yeah. he really isn't he, and it's starting to it's starting to frustrate yeah everyone he, he's got to wake up yeah i agree okay yeah i went 10 and 3 and it's funny i keep doing good on these these records but i can't win a fantasy game so <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's go to a week nine game prediction let's start with the eagles and texans i, mean, I know the answer to that one eagles yep they're gonna go nine and oh okay patriots colts um ooh. It's a tough one. I think the Patriots. I think the Patriots, too. Yeah. That'd be good for the Titans, and that'd make a big lead for them in the AFC South. Okay, cool. Lions or Packers? Uh, Packers. I got Lions. I just, uh, the Lions are so, they're just, I mean, literally the first three games of the year, they look, kind of looked like a playoff team, who like, just based off of that offense, but... I don't know what's happening with the Lions right now. They've been pretty irrelevant over the past couple of weeks. And the Packers showed a lot of good things against the Bills. So uh, I think if the Packers get Brandon Cooks this week, I mean, obviously I'm getting a little off topic, but either way, I think the Packers win. Yeah, I think the Packers is probably the right choice here. I just had a feeling about the Lions. And also, the Lions have been really irrelevant, and it's crazy their their drop-off. They put up almost 30 against the Cowboys last week, which is pretty impressive for that Strong Cowboys defense, and I think that if the Packers were to maybe come out on a slow start, the Lions could win it. I mean, obviously, this Lions, yeah, de- sure. this Lions defense sure. is going to get dusted, so it's the Packers are going to score, yeah. but the Lions offense is also pretty good. Mm-hmm. So if the Lions can put up some points early, and the Packers are still going to score, they're going to try to come back, but they just, if they just don't have time to come back, I think it's possible for this Lions to win the game. Yeah, yeah. How about Chargers-Falcons? Uh, Chargers, but it's going to be a closer game than you think. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think uh, Chargers, but it will be a close game. Chargers Falcons. are going to get—they're getting healthy off the bye. I think they're going to come out strong. But this Falcons team is just a team of the dirty work, and, and they get it done a lot of times. Yeah. Okay, Bills, Jets, Bills, Bills. I agree. Vikings, Commanders, Vikings. I also agree. Vikings, Bengals, Panthers, Bengals. Yep, yep. Raiders, Jaguars. Um, How the Raiders get shut out last week. Goodness gracious. The Raiders have to figure something out. That's Jaguars. You know what? I'm going to go Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to stick with Raiders. The Jaguars could, if they, okay, woulda, shoulda, coulda, but I saw the stat while watching the London game. All of their losses have been one-score games. Yeah. Every single one. So, I mean, <laughs> they could they could be undefeated right now. With just, I mean, a couple, a couple different uh, outcomes, but um, 
Yeah, I think the Jags bounce back. I mean, it's like six straight losses now or some crazy number. Uh, I think they bounce back. All right, cool. How about Dolphins-Bears? Um, Dolphins. Yeah, I agree. Dolphins, but a little closer just because Bears are at home. And Justin Fields has looked good, I will say. I've yes, been the I biggest know. Justin Fields hater, but he has looked way better. I, I swear, every other player on his team just continues to sell. His, like Offensive line looks better, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, Montgomery has been very bad. Um, his wide receivers are, oof, that wide receiver room is pretty terrible. Yeah, Darnell I, Mooney is the only one there. Vilas Jones has Mooney's so actually many better. drops. Mooney, looks, Mooney looked great against the Cowboys. Yeah, he did. He really did. Yeah. But uh, Dolphins. All right, cool. How about Cardinals-Seahawks? I have... Cardinals are going to get a win at home. I agree, actually. I think the Cardinals are going to win. Yeah. I think they're... Becoming more of a solid team these last few weeks. Yep. Rams, Bucks. Tale of the underperformers. Yeah. Um, Tom didn't get a divorce for nothing. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks, too. Chiefs, Titans. <laughs> Chiefs. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, Saints. Ravens. The one little note I'll say, and this isn't swaying my opinion at all, so don't worry. But when I went to the Titans game last year, they played the Chiefs. Do you know who won that game? I think the Titans won that game. It was like maybe 33-3 to three or something like that. So it is funny. Ooh, that I did, remember that game. And yeah. Mahomes had like 83 yards and zero touchdowns. It was crazy. So I, I don't know if it's some curse, but if all of a sudden somehow the Chiefs look horrible, it happened last year. And it, it could happen. That's what I'm going to say. It could happen, but I think Patty Mahomes is ge- generally tends to bounce back after bad games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, me too. I'm just I just want to put that out there. Yeah, and then it's possible. Ravens Saints. Uh, Ravens. Uh, yeah, I have the Ravens as well. Yeah. All right, cool. Just a little fun segment to end it off this short episode. Yeah. Let's talk about some some NFL uniforms that you really like. I think the Eagles have always had a very clean uniform. The green, the all green, very nice, and the all white. I actually like the all white better than the all green. I think it's very fresh. Uh, it's very nice. I also have the Niners white jerseys. The Niners all across the board have. They just always had a very solid jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they're definitely lock in at the top five. Um, I have the purple Vikings. It's a great uniform. Matches the helmet great. Justin Jefferson looks stellar in those unis. The white is. The white is all right. It's not like the same as the Eagles white, you know? The white and purple is like, yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah. But I think the all purple is great. Bengals white unis, absolutely incredible. The white helmets are nuts. Everyone loved those. And I think the Broncos orange. Broncos orange cover rush, it's a, it's a, great, it's a great color. The blue and orange combo is pretty nice. Um, and also you see some pretty nice drip, extra drip, you know, with the orange orange socks players wear and and uh, cleats so those are my top five unis what do you got just some some mentions i have is also the all white bangles <clears throat> looks yep. super good i think it's really clean honestly i think when they get a little dirty i think it looks even better oh yeah yeah and then quinn you don't like this take but i think the throwback patriots is a cool jersey i think the i don't know i guess it's a patriot like dude on the helmet kind of getting ready to snap the ball and uh the red with with the white sleeves i, I think it looks pretty cool but I understand. And also, another player, another, sorry, not player, <laughs> jersey that no one's talked about is the Panthers all black, with like that light blue helmet with like the light blue uh, like shoulder stripes, I guess. I think it looks pretty good. 
Panthers or, all black? Yeah, look it up real quick. Like, you know, there's the new black helmets you can use. I think it looks pretty cool. Oh, that is dirty. Yeah, yeah. It's like all black. You get kind of like that electric blue finish. And, I like that helmet, yeah. Yeah, and the helmet looks good. So I'm that one, I have the Ravens purple. It's pretty similar to the Vikings purple, but I think the uh, the darker purple and the black uh, looks good. I'm a Browns fan, and I hate the Ravens in all aspects, so I can't put them. And then I think the Dolphins light blue. It's similar to the Titans, and you know I like the Titans, but I think it's even cooler color. And... uh they're just a fun team, and that light blue jerseys are really cool. No Niners team. I think the Niners are, you know, the Niners are like Aaron Rodgers. Just, just it's like a solid, solid, solid top five <laughs> QB, solid top five uniform every year. You know, and then some bottom five unis. Just quickly, I think that the Browns, brown and orange, just a bad colorway. No matter how you fix it, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> it just, uh, looks I like just poop. It, it just, yeah, it looks like a throw up or poop. Yeah, and then I honestly I think that the Packers, especially the retro ones, just are just boring and there's nothing to them. It's just like green and green. <laughs> maybe I guess maybe that's yellow, but I don't even know. But I, I don't like them. The Colts, they're just like most of the time they're just white with a little bit of blue. It's just not nothing special. Mm -hmm. And then the Texans, which is just like a dark red and white. Sorry, red and blue. It just doesn't look that good. Yeah, I have the Lions. They're pretty much terrible at everything. So gotta throw them in there. Jaguars. Cole's not going to like this take, but he's not here to defend himself. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Jaguars. Um, I mean, that all gold jersey is. Cole was telling us yesterday that that all, all gold it's like jersey. A mustard. Yeah, it's like, it's why he fell in love with the Jaguars when he was a young kid. And so now I'm really questioning his taste. Um, I think it's one of the uglier jerseys of all time, along with the Steelers black and yellow, like prison jerseys i hated those uh i like those <laughs> i can't believe you like those it's so bad it's like uh, it's like a i don't even know what you call it like an optical illusion on the field it's no bueno uh the falcons their new logo is terrible do you see that thing it, it just looks like a demented falcon it like doesn't even have the it's like their throwback logo anyway Falcon, they're just very actually their black and red helmet and their all red uniform. I think that's cool, but um yeah, everything else is pretty bad. Texans also just terrible, extremely boring, bad colors. Um Yeah. Yeah. So just to end it off, I have a couple questions for you, mm -hmm. Quinn. We've seen the the year started off really slowly with running backs, but recently we've seen a big surge in a lot of the big name running backs kind of back on the field and they've been playing really really good who do you think will end up as the number one fantasy running back and yeah who do you think will end up as the number one fantasy running back at the end of this year number one fantasy running back obviously Eckler's in the lead right now but we've seen some guys put up some real performances that maybe might make me think that they're they're on par to maybe pass them I think it's gonna come down fantasy wise to either Eckler or Barkley I think Barkley had a down week this week but I mean, Barkley has been so solid. Um, I th I think Saquon's going to slow down for a bit. I think he might slow down for a couple of weeks after a hot start. Um, I don't know. That's just my gut feeling. <laughs> but so I'm going to say I'm going to say Austin Eckler finishes number one. Yeah, I I think I agree there. But I think if the season were to start today. I might, I might bet Derrick Henry. I yeah, I would too. Just because how I mean, Eckler's good and he'll put up twenty five, maybe mm -hmm. thirty, because he's just so good. I mean, I will say Derrick Henry's for sure gonna. I think could end with the most rushing yards. 
But Eckler's just so good at fantasy because he catches so many passes, which Derrick Henry doesn't do. Yeah. But we've seen Derrick Henry put up games, and he's starting to look like the old Derrick Henry. Yeah. He had a 220 rushing yards Yeah. on Sunday. That is insanity. And I mean, if even if he gets half of that every week, yeah. he could really uh, he could, he could fight for that job. So Also, I have a question. Uh, what do you think of uh, the Christian McCaffrey trade now? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's... I think it's good. I mean, last time I talked about how I wasn't that big of a fan, and I still see the downside just because, oh, of course, he's still Christian McCaffrey. He's really good. But, yeah. But realistically, how long? I mean, especially like Christian McCaffrey, someone who's jumping in the air and catching passes, and we've seen it hurt his body. I mean, I think he's a super, super, superstar, and they paid all those picks. Of course, they're going to use him a lot, but I don't know how I – don't, I don't know his longevity and uh, how that will affect that I think, offer. I think, like, obviously – his longevity at the Panthers was terrible just because there was no one really to help him out. But I think now with the Niners, you have, like, Jeff Wilson behind them. and Debo, too. Yeah, you you, yeah, you also have great wide receivers when Trey Lance is back. I and mean, Jimmy G's terrible. Um, you'll have a better passing game. So Christian McCaffrey won't have to take all of the workload. But that Niners team next year is going to be scary. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm still sticking with um, my opinion on the McCaffrey trade. Uh, who do you think is going to finish this year running? Uh, who's going to lead the league in rushing yards by the end of the year? Henry, I think. I think it's going to be Nick Chubb still. Oh, yeah. That, actually, that is a good take, too. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry just got off to too slow of a yeah, start. Yeah, that is true. That, that slow start is a really big deal, especially going against people like Nick Chubb, who never really has off games. But yeah, he, 220 yards in one game can, can make up a couple weeks. Oh, I yeah, will for say. sure. For sure. But uh, and then really quick note, who do you think who do you think will end with the most receiving yards? Um, probably Stephon Diggs. I don't know where he sits right now, but I mean that guy's been balling. That, yeah. that that was so funny watching him and Jair Alexander chirp last night. Yeah, that was crazy. I think it will probably be Tyree Kill. He's leading right now. He's almost already a thousand yards. Oh yes, he, I'm, I'm, I'm switching Tyree yeah. Kill. I'm not saying this is going to happen because, of course, it's a crazy thing to say, but he is on pace for 2,000 yards. He's Whoa. on pace to break Megatron and Cup's amazing year last year. He is had four games with 160 or more receiving yards. I We talked about it last the last like two weeks or, or something like that. I think Tyreek Hill might be the best wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of fantasy podcasts, and they had a funny stat there was only, like, the record for the most 160-plus yard games in a season is four. And, and Tyreek has four. Yeah, he's already at it. And it's he, crazy. He's probably going to get two or three more. At least. And, I mean, he's not, like, he's not going to go out there and run a crazy route like Stephon Diggs or, may, or have the hands of Devontae Adams, right? But the Dolphins use him in, in the perfect way, right? Yeah, they do. Quick screens where you just let Tyreek Hill get out in open space and use his speed, right? I mean, there's nothing better for a guy like Tyreek. I mean, it, he's mind-blowingly fast. <laughs> Did you see that throw where Tua underthrew him by like 10 yards? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, two- that That catch was sick. He still mossed him, but I mean, yeah, that was a touchdown if... um. That's a touchdown if Tua let him. But, I mean, that's really just showing Tyreek's um, athleticism, too. I mean, Tua hasn't been great on the deep ball, but, I mean, he he's making some crazy adjustments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Tua's actually looked pretty good compared to what people thought of him. Yeah, for sure. 
but he's, he still had some he had some low lights. But it really shows how good Tyreek's hands and tracking ability is. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to this shoulder episode. Just me and Quinn, little duo. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much. I'm out. Bye. Peace.